0: Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you, Premier Kenny, Mr. Shandro, and country singer and chair of Alberta's Task Force on Human Trafficking, Paul Brandt, for being here today to advocate for this important cause. Edmonton International Airport is proud to acknowledge the ancestral and traditional territory of Treaty 6, the Metis homeland, and the Metis nation of Alberta, Region 4. Treaty 6 is the gathering place and traveling route of the Cree, Sotou, Blackfoot, Métis, and Dene and de Sioux. I thoughtfully acknowledge the many First Nations, Métis, and Inuit whose footsteps have marked these lands for centuries and whose voices are so important in paving a path forward together in reconciliation. I'd like to sincerely thank everyone here today for your leadership in combating human trafficking. We're honored as an airport and a sector to stand shoulder to shoulder with you and try to address the crime of human trafficking. As a major transportation hub and the fifth busiest airport in Canada, we have not just a role, but a responsibility to do our part to end human trafficking. Human trafficking is a modern day of form of slavery where victims are moved across borders, through communities, and taken from their families and their lives. At Edmonton International Airport, we have a guiding principle, safety and security first. We never forget the most important job we have each day is helping keep people safe. I'm proud of the work we've done and know that it won't stop. As an airport, we work with multiple law enforcement agencies daily. These include RCMP, CATSA, Canadian Border Services Agency, U.S. Customs and Border Patrol, plus our own security teams. We have provided training with the help of RCMP to more than 1,800 frontline employees inside this airport on how to identify and report suspected human trafficking. And we are continuing to expand this training and awareness to employees and passengers. I want to recognize our partners in this work, the RCMP, but also our collaborations with the Action Coalition on Human Trafficking, Alberta, and hashtag not in my city, the nonprofit agency created by Paul Brandt. Who has been instrumental in championing this cause? With that, I'd like to welcome Premier Kenny to the podium to say a few words. Welcome, Premier.
1: Thank you so much, Steve, for welcoming us here to at the Emden International Airport, and uh, for your airport's commitment to the fight against human trafficking. Uh, over 20 years ago, I joined a group of international parliamentarians as a federal MP to create an international coalition to combat. Human trafficking. I've seen firsthand the terrible damage that this does to people's lives all around the world. But too often we think of human trafficking as something that happens in the developing world in places distant from here. The reality is that this scourge of uh, modern slavery happens right here in our own backyard. As Canada's Minister of Immigration, I took important steps forward to make it easier for victims of human trafficking who had migrated to Canada to get our safety and protection and uh, was part of a government that made other important changes at the federal level. Back in the winter of 2019, one of the very first platform commitments that I made to Alberta in our uh, 375-point platform was a nine-point action plan to combat human trafficking. Frankly, this had never been a focus of policy in this province before. Again, perhaps because we think it's something that that happens elsewhere. This nine-point plan included adopting legislation to recognize the international standard definition of human trafficking from the 2002 Palermo Protocol. It committed to uh, legislation that would establish a process for victims to obtain restraining orders against traffickers, to establish a a private tort of human trafficking so victims could sue their traffickers to proclaim a uh, human trafficking awareness day and take a number of other measures we did that through the passage of the protecting survivors of human trafficking act which uh, passed through the legislature and became uh, came into effect in may of 2020 we've taken a number of other initiatives implementing the platform commitments uh, including additional resources for the Alberta law enforcement response team that coordinates priority law enforcement actions across the province of amongst our various police forces. Um, and we appointed as we committed to a traffic, a human trafficking task force. I want to thank uh, Paul Brandt who has years of passion and expertise behind this issue for having chaired the task force <coughs> together with um <coughs> together with uh, former Solicitor General Heather Forsyth, who presented the results and recommendations of the task force with us about three months ago. Minister Shandro and his team have been hard at work uh, to focus on an implementation plan for the five key uh, task force recommendations. And we're here today with the happy news that uh, we are implementing all five of those recommendations and putting some real muscle behind their implementation with a $21 million fiscal commitment over the next four years to ramp up our fight against human trafficking in Alberta. This additional funding will establish an office to combat human trafficking in persons, it will improve research and data collection, it will offer improved community support and Indigenous-led and culturally appropriate services, and it will strengthen the support that victims and survivors receive throughout the investigation process. Human trafficking is far more prevalent, way more common than the stats would suggest. Because it's a hidden crime, it festers in the dark. There are victims who face fear, shame, and self-doubt, and some who will never report what they've gone through. It may not seem that prevalent a crime to some because there are challenges with data collection and with information sharing. One of those things we have to solve through um, our protection of privacy legislation. But that's exactly why it is crucial that we provide additional funding with a particular focus on these actions to collaborate with all of the partners, the police agencies, uh, the, the uh, service group, charities and nonprofit service organizations that uh, work with the victims, First Nations, airports, uh, and, and so many others, women's shelters. This funding will complement our efforts in standing up against this crime and supporting all of its victims. One of the key priorities of this government has been to combat human trafficking, to protect at-risk people, empower survivors of human trafficking, and provide new remedies to deal with traffickers. Alberta's government is and will continue working to put an end to human trafficking and standing up for the most vulnerable Albertans. And with that, I'll invite uh, Minister of Justice and Solicitor General Tyler Shandro, who has uh, brought this package together, uh, to say a few more words.
2: Thank you, Premier, and thanks, Steve. Um, and before I begin, Premier, it's a, a true honor for me to be included in, in this announcement with you. There are few people who are as alive to the sufferings of the victims of human trafficking uh, other than you, and few who are, other than you and, and Paul, um, who are such incurable advocates for combating human trafficking. Um, as you know, earlier this year, Alberta's government released and accepted all of the recommendations in the Human Trafficking Task Force's final report. And the aim of the task force, and I'm very pleased that our chair, uh, Paul Brandt, has joined us today, was to address and to determine the best course of action to fight one of the most dehumanizing and predatory crimes and to stand up for victims and those at risk of human trafficking the task force was born out of the government's nine-point action plan to combat human trafficking, as the Premier said. And it made, again, as Premier said, five overarching recommendations and 19 calls to action, of which government accepted 18 in full or in principle. And it brought together the advice and the expertise of the countless... ...passenger access is limited <laughs> to
1: active loading and drop-off only. Unattended vehicles will be ticketed and towed at the owner's expense...
2: Not me, My, I'm, I'm, I'm parked safely. Uh, and it brought together the advice and the expertise of countless organizations and
0: <laughs> one of the consequences of having the opportunity and the, the privilege
2: of announcing here at the airport. Um, as I said, uh, it brought together the advice and the expertise of countless organizations and experts in the field of human trafficking including sexual violence, labor exploitation, and organ transplants. More importantly, it prioritized the voices and the lived experiences of survivors, and it made sure to honor their unique stories. And we're grateful to learn from the experiences and the advice of survivors. These voices are paramount to the work moving forward, and I'm happy to share that since the report's release in March, we and our community partners are moving forward with combating human trafficking. As the Premier announced, to do this, we are allocating $20.8 million over four years to implement the recommendations of the task force. And I'd like to talk a, a bit more about each of these important initiatives and how they will be addressing human trafficking here in Alberta. So first, there is the Office to Combat Human Trafficking in Persons. Alberta's Office will serve as the catalyst and the coordinating agency to create a formal link between government and representatives from from community organizations. And I know this was a key, key part of the recommendations that Paul was advocating for. Individuals with lived experiences, as well as Indigenous partners, are integral members in this collaboration. The purpose of this office is to share information, develop overarching strategies, and to execute initiatives and programs. Furthermore, it will enhance and foster strong working partnerships with community community organizations as well as law enforcement. Now, to be clear, work is underway on getting the office up and running. Currently, we're developing the partnership model that this office will use. And we will meet with the former uh, task force members and facilitate workshops with key community partners. We're engaging these folks, these partners, to further understand what would best meet the needs of survivors and the needs of victims. Our goal is to launch the office by the summer of 2023. Uh, Next, the Center of Excellence. uh, a center of excellence accountable to the government of Alberta will collaborate and work closely with the department. It will draw from highly specialized researchers to establish new research and data collection approaches as it relates to human trafficking. Third, once established, communities and organizations will be able to apply for grants to combat human trafficking, specifically to deliver culturally sensitive and trauma-informed community-based services to victims and survivors of human trafficking here in Alberta. And this could include culturally relevant Indigenous-designed and specific services to support the healing and the recovery of Indigenous survivors of human trafficking, Specialized trauma-informed programs for survivors of human trafficking and initiatives to increase awareness and reduce the risk of exploitation in the province. Fourth, the survivor support positions. So to support survivors, permanent funding will be provided for civilian positions in the north and south human trafficking units of ALERT, the Alberta Law Enforcement Response Team um, that we have here in Alberta. And their roles, these civilian positions, would be to focus on supporting victims and survivors throughout the investigation process. Now, in conclusion, we're taking this action because one of the government's main duties is to protect all citizens, and notably the most vulnerable members of society, and to hold accountable those who seek to exploit them. It's a serious crime that exploits folks of all ages and genders. And this funding is critical to combat human trafficking in the province. It will allow survivors and victims of human trafficking to receive the specialized services that they need. And it will also reduce the risk of re-exploitation. Together, we are moving forward on our priorities and look forward to sharing further actions to protect our communities, particularly our most vulnerable Albertans. So thank you very much. I'd now like to... Invite our chair of the task force, Paul Brandt, to come join SAFE for words, Paul?
3: Thank you, Minister, Premier. Uh, Good afternoon. Uh, Today's announcement by the government of Alberta comes at a time when human trafficking is now one of the fastest growing crimes in Canada. From the standpoint of prevention and for survivors... This $20.8 million and the acceptance of these Alberta Human Trafficking Task Force recommendations come not a moment too soon. Uh, it's exciting to be back here at Edmonton International Airport. Uh, we were here last June 2019, about three years ago now, where we announced our working partnership with EIA and the Edmonton region of the provincial network. So it's wonderful to be back again. First and foremost, I'd like to thank the survivors Of modern-day slavery and their families who, with their courage and willingness to share their traumatic experiences of being trafficked, assisted our task force to create these recommendations. Their bravery will undoubtedly serve to prevent trafficking and to create better outcomes for trafficking survivors right here in Alberta. In my work over the past five years with Not In My City, in association with our provincial network, we've facilitated a community response model in the Calgary region, a partnership with Calgary Police Service, Children's Services, Alberta Health Services, Mental Health and Addictions, Health Services, McMahon Services, and Trellis. Of the youth identified and served through the community response model between October 2020 and March 2022, 16 years old was the average age of youth served. The youngest was 12 years old, right here in Alberta. 89% of these uh, were uh, sexual abuse survivors and were female. 45% of them were Indigenous. As a result of the training provided to Alberta 211 operators launched in January 2021, we've seen an increase in human trafficking related calls. The number has more than doubled from the past. Uh, two years combined 2022 is on trend to match or surpass this number through the combined efforts of the safer way out initiative here in edmonton and not in my city in calgary the concept of safety network coordinator positions has been put in place to support the work of the north and south alert teams it has been our dream that special focus and permanent funding would one day become a reality today is that day I have already experienced tearful thanks from alert staff and confirmation that even in its infancy, this program is making a sizable difference already in the lives of human trafficking survivors and assisting law enforcement to be more effective in their work. I'd like to thank the Ministry of Justice, Solicitor General, and Solicitor General, and all of the 10 ministries who collaborated on behalf of trafficking victims and survivors in Alberta. Their collective work to attain a universal and coordinated approach is unprecedented nationally and sets the bar for the rest of Canada. An issue as important and urgent as human trafficking deserves no less, and this government is providing an opportunity for a focused and united response on behalf of all of those directly impacted by human trafficking and for all Albertans. I'd like to thank task force members Heather Forsyth, Doug Rattie, Tyler White, Jan Fox. Chief Dale McPhee and Patricia Vargas for their perspectives and wealth of experience which they contributed to this process. And I'd also like to thank and recognize Bonnie Johnston for her selfless assistance and vast expertise which she brought to this work. On a personal note, the opportunity to serve my province and my country in this way has been a profound honour and an answer to prayer. I'd like to thank Premier Kenny for putting faith in me to chair this task force and, and, and to do this incredibly difficult and important work, Premier Kenney's long-time personal dedication and commitment to the issue of human trafficking is authentic and is admirable. He's the only political leader I've met in my 17 years of advocating for trafficking victims and survivors who took the time and initiative to personally write a plan to address this horrific crime. Thank you, Premier, for your service and your willingness to prioritize this issue. I look forward to observing the implementation of today's commitment to those whose vulnerabilities are exploited by the horrific crime of human trafficking. With so many diverse voices, opinions, and approaches represented in these recommendations, today is proof that when Canadians join together for the cause of freedom, anything is possible. Thank you.
0: exciting news on a very important issue. Thank you very much, Premier Kenny, Mr. Chandra and Paul Brandt for talking on this important issue today. I know our team here is dedicated In to combating human seen, trafficking and ensuring we can continue to be part of the solution. And I hope today's events continue that work. Now I'd like to pass the floor over to Justin Bratinga uh, and Premier Kenny's team to open up the floor to questions.
2: Thanks, everyone. That concludes our formal speaking portion. We're going to go to the media q and I don't see any here in person, so we'll go to the phones. Operator, can you please put through our first
3: caller? Mike Hager, Globe and
2: Mail. Mike, you might be on mute.
0: Definitely on mute. Sorry about that. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, this one is for Minister Chandra or the Premier. Um, apologies, it's not in relation to uh, today's announcement. Hoping you can respond to um, Minister Mendocino's comments saying that um, the direction to Alberta Mounties to not enforce the assault weapon ban is um, a political stunt. And where are you going from here?
2: Uh, Thanks, Mike. Um, Well, and and I'm happy to answer this because I think what we see here, uh, when I saw the the comments from Minister Medicino is he said that it is squarely within the jurisdiction of the federal government to regulate firearms. And if that's the case, and that's great, then don't use provincial policing resources to take them off the streets and be distracted with implementing this program. We also see as well the fact that they're rolling this out starting in the east before they make their way to Western Canada shows that they have no plan. They show, they're right now, they're, they're admitting that they have no plan. They're getting desperate. And this is further desperation from the federal government because they don't have a way to operationalize what's being proposed. So they're trying to use our policing resources here in the province, take them off the street, and be distracted with this uh, federal uh, program. Mike, do you have a follow-up?
0: Sure. I guess the division of federal policing uh, forces in Alberta is it strong enough to uh, continue with this program? What will you do in terms of federal mounties operating in Alberta?
2: Yeah, it's a good point because the uh, RCMP do wear multiple hats. They are the federal policing uh, agency uh, in in every jurisdiction in Canada, and also doing contract policing in jurisdictions like um, like Alberta. Um, our focus is to make sure that our policing resources stay on the streets and are focused on making our community safe. That's why we advised the um, uh, officer in command here in Alberta. I'd also point out, though, that even the officer in command here in Alberta for the RCMP informally advised me that he also disagrees with what's being proposed by the federal government. So we will continue to advocate for making sure that uh our policing resources go to keeping our community safe and not being distracted by uh, operationalizing a, a federal program thank you operator could you please put through our next caller
3: there are no other questions in the queue at this time
2: thank you everyone thanks